one two one two one two one two welcome everybody to jeff versus the world this is your boy jeff and this is episode number seven well since all the cool kids are talking about it i guess this week i will talk about what has been on many podcasts and that is the Aisha Curry comments that she made on Jacob, Jada Pickett Smith's Facebook show, Red Table Talk. And what Aisha Curry said, and I guess I'll shorten it up. Um, she just basically talked about her insecurities and basically not having male attention and wondering if it's something wrong with her. Now, before I decided to actually talk about this, I wanted to talk to different women. And I just wanted to get their opinion about the situation because I wanted to see basically was I thinking, you know, correctly. And this is what I got. And this is just me. This is this is what I'm saying. I feel that all women want to be wanted, want to feel wanted. It doesn't matter, you know, how old they get or if they're married or if they have a boyfriend or anything like that. Because, well, one thing is I feel if this would have came from anybody else other than Aisha Curry, I think people would have been more receptive to it. And because of reasons, you know, I feel that a lot of people dislike or don't care too much for Aisha Curry for reasons, because, you know, she comes off or I'm not going to say she comes off. She's a wholesome woman. She, you know, she, I think she says something about, you know, people, women you know dressing up and she doesn't have to do that and you know basically show her ass and stuff like that which i understood what she was saying because a lot of women don't have to do that for attention and hey i I salute and respect her stance on that but you know what i was really shocked about was that so many women were just bashing her for these comments because listen She just had, well, she has three kids. She's been married. I think it's been her and Steph, you know, pretty much her whole adult life. And she wasn't saying she wanted to, you know, people jumping to her DMs and, you know, talking disrespectful to her or she getting all types of dick pics. And that's not what she was saying. A woman always want to feel wanted. I don't care if you've been married to a woman for 20 years. I don't care if you had a girlfriend for two or three years. It's just something about it. She wants to feel like she still has it. And what was really interesting about some of the reactions and responses from people were they felt like that she just went out there and just shot her shot and said what she said. And what I was trying to tell people was there's no way 
she did, hasn't had the conversation with her husband. They had that conversation. I'm almost 99.9 sure they had that conversation because that is a conversation that married people do have. And I'm, I'm just speaking from experience. I've had that conversation with my wife in a different context of me being more uh, receptive to her as far as, hey, I'm here. Show me attention. I know you got work. I know you have this. I know you have that going on in your life. But I'm also here too. don't forget about me. And so I, I understood somewhat what she was saying. I just think the message came out all wrong. But if you could just read in between a lot of the stuff that she was saying. And another thing is she was around other women. Um, and she probably felt like, hey, this is my time to talk as women, because I'm sure all of those women could relate to what she was saying. And that's the thing. I was shocked that it was more women bashing than men bashing her. What I expected from the men, I, you know, what what men, what what all the men had to say about the situation, I expected. That wasn't a shock to me. It was the woman that was more shocking than anything. You always have to make that person feel special. That person wants to feel like she still has it. It's just something about a woman, even if they're, you know, even if they're married again, even if they have a boyfriend, they want to feel like, hey, I still have it. I ain't lost it. Do that mean they want people to be disrespectful? No. Does that mean they want people jumping in their DMs all the time? No, that's not what she was saying. And again, having a child. You know, it does things, you know, w women start thinking different and it could be a, a form of depression. Who knows? We don't know. That's not what she came out and said. But what I do know is that I think it was a situation where people took it, what she said, and ran with it. And another reason, you know, hey, people don't particularly care for this, you know, Steph Curry and Aisha Curry. I don't know why. You know, I've heard people say it could be because they're, they, you know, they're light skinned. You know, us as black people, that light skin, dark skin thing still goes on. I just wonder sometimes if another woman had said the same thing that Aisha Curry said, would it have been that same type of attention? Would people have gotten, uh, in you know, upset or had, you know, strong opinions about it because again you know she was in a place where she felt comfortable enough to speak her you know what she thought and what she felt and you know things like that especially when you don't explain yourself well can turn on you especially in your own social media that's one thing for sure social media can turn on you at a drop of a dime but again you know, if you're out there and to all my and them dudes out there, if you got a woman, just always remember, hey, put her number one, make her feel special. Do what you can, because, you know, those things are going to go in every woman's mind. 
A woman will get older and she will think that. A woman can be not in a relationship and feel a certain type of way like, wait, what about me? Do I still have it? Why aren't people checking for me? Every woman goes through it. I don't care what they tell you. And again, I've talking I've talked to women, numerous women about this, and all of them have said the same thing. I've they have felt like that sometime in their life. They have felt the same way what Aisha Curry was explaining or what she was trying to explain. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just something that, you know, it's something that happens. It's not a big deal. It was the only reason it became a big deal is because we made it a big deal. Social media ran with it and, you know, it started a fire. So once it got to Facebook, it got to Twitter. Once it got to Twitter, it got to Instagram and it just started going everywhere. But it was it really wasn't a big deal. It was her being vulnerable, her expressing herself. And, you know, that's the one thing when you open yourself up in front of the public, the public, the public is mean, man. They'll take anything and just turn it upside down. But I spoke on that. That's my feelings. And, you know, what do you think? That's what I want to know. If you're listening to the show, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter and tell me how do you let me know how do you feel about the situation? Because, you know, I really wasn't going to talk about the situation, but it just seemed like this is the thing that everybody is talking about. And it, it must have hit home somewhere where people had a strong emotion about it that we are talking about it this much. So let, let me know, you know, am I wrong? Am I right? You know, let me know. And going on to another subject, I would like to know. How do people really operate when it comes to DMs now? I had an instance where I wasn't sure how to respond to a DM that I got uh, recently in the last couple of days. And it was only this, now this is a somewhat of a business DM. But the problem was. Me and this person have never socialized on Twitter before. Uh, they follow me. I follow them, but we just never interact. And I wasn't sure how to respond. So I responded back in the way that I thought was correct. And I guess because I didn't give them um, an upfront answer, they felt a certain type of way. And I got some disrespect. And I wasn't sure really how to handle the situation. And, and you know, <clears throat> having Cam on last week, he told me these things were happening and it's really starting to happen. These weird interactions are starting to happen. So, you know, I responded back, hey, you know, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful. It wasn't anything like that. It's just that we haven't had any dialogue between each other. So let's have some dialogue and see what comes from it. And maybe we can, you know, do something. They didn't like that. So I guess they maybe stopped following me. Yeah, which is fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not going to lose any sleep over that. I just felt that, you know, the DMs is an interesting, interesting place. 
And why is it that even when it comes to, okay, let's say you're shooting your shot. And I know it's a lot of fellas that listen to this show. You shoot your shot in a woman's DM. You may tell her, hey, you look nice or whatever it may be. Looking for a response and you get a response, but it's not the response that you want. Why is the natural reaction negative to the woman? Why is it? Because you don't get what you think you should get a response that you should get. You get mad and it's fuck you. Or is you fat? Or is you ugly anyway? Come on, dude. Y'all got to stop. If you were shooting your shot and she wasn't fat and she wasn't ugly because you definitely something attracted to you, something attracted you to her. You got to understand when you shooting your shot into somebody's DM, it's not, it's not, hey, it's not guaranteed because the interaction is weird, irregardless of it's 2019 and we all, we all talk on the phone. We, we all do not talk on the phone anymore. So now the quickest response now is to text somebody or to get on social media and talk to somebody. So that interaction of you talking to that person is gone. So we've gone straight to the DMs. Some women and basically a lot of women are not with it. Like we got to have some kind of dialogue going on. And that's just a natural thing. Yeah, some people kicking in the DMs. And when I say kick it, they fuck around in the DMs. Hey, you know. Yeah, you talk shit, basically. And not expecting anything else to happen. But now we have a a situation where everybody, well, I'm not going to say everybody, but it's a lot of people, there's a lot of dudes out here. And I know I can look on my timeline probably right now and see a lot of dudes uh, taking L's in the DM and getting screenshot and women just blasting them over it. You can't do that. Even when it comes to business, we have to get back to actually having some type of discourse with each other. And not just, well, let me DM this person because I want something. Or let me DM this chick because, yo, she bad and I want her. Or let me DM this dude because, yo, I want to see what's up. I want to see if, if, if I can, you know, holler at him, whatever it may be. The discourse and discussions are gone and then we just shooting our shots. What happened? I understand that technology has moved quick. But we out here now like a, a live, a really live porno. Like we're just going to be shooting them and then we're fucking. Like this, is that's, that's not real life. That's not how things go. I get it. It's the, it's somewhat of the culture now of people. Hey, hit me up in the DM. I get that, but we still have to have some type of, come on, man, respect for yourself, respect for that person. And just like, what, this is what we doing now. We don't talk, but you want something. 
You've never you've never said anything to me, but you want to fuck. And then when the rejection comes, you mad. You knew that rejection was coming. So what you really mad about? Because there's no way I'm going to believe that you really thought shooting your shot at somebody that you never talked to before, that you were different than anybody else that week that probably has done the same thing that you've done. And nine times out of 10, chicks are laughing because it, it really is funny. Dudes are laughing. And then I know that percentage of women shooting their shot is low, but hey, best believe there's women out there shooting their shots in the DM too. But you don't really see, the funny thing is you really don't see too many women going, going ape shit about it, going, getting upset. You know, they shoot their shot and they, they they keep it moving. But dudes, hey, come on now. We got to do better. We definitely have to do better. So another thing is, I would like to ask is, how many friends do you really I guess, how many work friends do you have? And when I say work friends, I mean actual real friends that it's not just at work. Y'all can go kick it. Y'all can go hang out. And y'all don't have to talk about work or anything like that. I find that interesting. I'm asking that because I've seen a couple of people that I work with say, hey, that's my friend from work. Well, that's my work buddy or, you know, whatever it may be. And in the same day, they talking shit about that person. And I'm not talking about like some BS. I'm just talking about they really sitting there talking shit about the person. Oh, but we going to go kick it at his house. You want to come? Nah, not me. Because if that's y'all, that that's the type of friendship y'all got, I don't need to be part of that. And over the years that I've been working and have a job or whatever, wherever I've worked at, I learned a long time ago, I'm always cautious of people that you call friends at work. Always. Because of reasons, because of situations that I've had that I thought people were actually my friends and they, you know, they weren't. So I learned that lesson a long time ago. And now it's always interesting to me to see people so quick to call people at work their friends. Because I tell them straight up, oh, that's an associate. Yeah, that's an associate. I think in my job right now, I think I have maybe two, I'll say three, three actual friends. And only one of them. I've yeah only one of them I, I will do something outside of work so maybe I should just say one it's a weird thing man it's a weird thing because you're only with these people for a couple of hours a day 
eight hours. Some jobs, 12. And what I found is that people think, well, people get too familiar. And familiar in the sense where they think they know you. Hey, you only work with me for, you know, a couple of hours here at work, you know. So the things that I may let you, because I'm all, like, tr- truthfully, truthfully speaking, I'm always leery of the things that I let people know at my job. I'm always keeping my guard up. I don't tell them too much and I don't tell them a little things. I'm always in between as far as the information I give. I don't want to seem like I'm being standoffish, but I don't want to seem like I'm spilling my guts. Because I've seen people just talk and talk and tell people so much stuff that didn't need to be told. Because in turn, all that happens is, is that people use that against you. Because you were so quick to say, hey, that's my friend. And these are like old, older people than me. These are like old people like, yo, what is wrong with you? You, you haven't learned this lesson yet. Like friends now is like, that's a strong word. When you say, hey, that's my friend. Let's start off with associates. And I remember, you know, maybe last year, sometime around December, I said that. And everybody looked at me like I was crazy. How could you say something like that? I thought that was your friend. No, that's my associate. I don't know them well enough to call them a friend. But there's nothing wrong with calling somebody an associate, especially if you're working with them. Because, again, you've you're only working with them with a certain amount of time. 50 percent of the conversation is going to be about work. Hell, 60% of the conversation is going to be about work. And sometimes it depends where you work at and how many people, if you're working in a team, if you're working by yourself, if you're working in the office, are you working in a group? But yeah, 60% of that is going to be work talk. So that other 40% is going to be BS. And when that 40%, take, take that 40% and I'll say out of, Maybe 5% of that 40%. It's going to be personal stuff. Now, I've seen people spill their guts, man. And and sometimes I'm just like, hey, you don't have to tell me all this. I don't tell them that. But I'm just like, you know, oh, okay. Because certain things I don't need to know. You could tell me a lot of things and this whole thing may not work out. I may get tired of you. I may get tired of you or you may get tired of me and you'll be wishing. Well, I wish I never told them that. I've seen instances where people say that's my friend. I loaned them some money. Well, I let them use twenty dollars. You did. Yeah, I ain't get it back yet. Oh. 
But I know they good for it. Okay. Two weeks later, you know, I still ain't get that money from that person. Oh, all right. But uh, yeah, that's your friend. You'll get it back. Two months down the road, man, forget them. I loaned them money and they ain't give it back. I don't mess with them no more. But you were so quick to have a friend at work. <laughs> it, it's it's funny and it, it's it's a lesson that I think a lot of people haven't experienced or really don't understand. Because to me, when I call somebody my friend, that really means something to me. And I don't throw around that word friend lightly. I mean, that's just me. Everybody else can be different, you know, because, you know, I get it. It was easier when you were a child, when you were in your, uh, let's say, you know, five years old to maybe 13 and 14. Once you start getting into that middle school phase, because it's easy to say, oh, that's my friend. Oh, we go outside, you know, they played, you know, went outside, played, went to the playground, whatever it may be, whatever you did when you was a ride bikes, skateboard, I don't know, whatever you did. That was easy when we were children. It's once after you hit that 13 mark, when you start smelling yourself, when you start feeling yourself, well, that friend thing gets tricky. It's hella tricky. And once you get through that phase, once you start smelling yourself, and once you get into that teenage, uh, 18 to adulthood, that's when you start really seeing shit for what it is. And it's always a dangerous game when you're at work and you're saying, that's my friend. Because you never know. Because you may be championing them as your friend. Behind your back. Other stuff is being said. And they're not calling you a friend. I've seen it. Too many times. Too many times this year. And where are we now? We're halfway through the year. It's crazy. So if I could give anybody some great advice when you're working at a job, always be cautious of using the word friend. Well, it sounds good. And hell, it could be a lot of you. It could be a group of y'all. Five, six, seven. Well, those are my friends. But I'm telling you, it's a dangerous game because you just never know. Always start off as associates. Always. It's easier that way because then you can work your way up to being friends. And then you can start reading people. Hey, let's go here. Okay, I'll go with them to a certain spot. Might go to a game or something. Go check out. I'm in New York. So I said, go check out the Knicks. And I was cool. We had a good time. Then you may go somewhere and just have, hey, let's go, let's go get some drinks after lunch, after work. Okay, you go get drinks after work, and it was mad cool. You know, you you got to grow into these things, and 
I just think sometimes the best thing to do is start off low and work your way up. Because too many messy things can happen when you're too quick to pull the trigger and call somebody a friend at work. Shout out to everybody who's listened to the Avengers episode with me and Rich Fan. I'm not sure what the hell is going on with that episode, but it seems like a lot of people have started to find that episode or just start to listen to the episode. And it's just like, I'm getting a lot of listens for that episode now. And I really appreciate it. I appreciate everybody who listens to any episode. Uh, anybody who shares likes, you take the time to do, you know, anything for me. Hey, even if it's, I'm asking a question, I get help. I just want to thank everybody because this has really been great for me. This has been a good experience. Uh, I'm really enjoying the podcast game. I should say. And you, what's really interesting about this is just the different people you come across. Um, it's just been amazing. And it's been a lot of doors opening for me as far as this. And I'm just, it's just good. I'm eager. I'm excited. And I just want to thank every, everybody, man. Everybody that takes the time to listen. Yeah. It means a lot. Y'all don't know how much. So, if you want to link up with me just to chop it up on social media, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff versus the world. You also can go to the Jeff versus the world Facebook page. I need to be more active on the Facebook page. I kind of fell off on that, but I'll get back on my grind on that. Also, if you have any questions or comments, you can also Email me at Jeff versus the world at yahoo.com. If you're looking for merchandise, I actually have a T public store at Jeff versus the world with new art coming very, very soon. And I think uh, the inspiration that I got this idea from will have everybody a, I think I think everybody will like this. I think everybody will enjoy the next T-shirt that will be coming out. Um, Yeah, this is episode number seven. This is your boy, Jeff. And until next week, I am signing out. Peace. <laughs>